Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Hi, Jeff. Welcome back. Hi, Jim. Well, I've learned something here over the last couple months called Airbnb. And there's some tax advantages and some things you have to be aware of if you have one of those Air Airbnbs, right? There is. So, you know, in the old days, when you rented out your personal residence, it was mainly done for properties like on a nice lake, you know, warm climate, a resort area, something like that. But now with the Airbnbs, people everywhere are renting out their houses. So for those that aren't aware, Airbnb is an internet site which really connects people that want to rent houses from people that want to actually have their homes rented. These rentals can last for hours, days, or even weeks. So today we're not talking about someone who specifically bought a house to rent it out long term. Mm -hmm. This is just about short-term rentals of your personal residence or vacation rentals. Wow. Well, and, it impacts your taxes. You gotta you gotta talk about it on your taxes. It does. It does. You know, because any time that you have income added to your return, it's going to affect your taxes. So let's get down to it here. When's a home considered a personal residence, or is it considered a vacation home? So you know, to be considered a, a personal residence or a vacation home, as compared to a long term rental, um, is something where you use it personally for more. Th than 10% of the days that you rent it. So in other words, let's say you rent a house for 200 days, but you use it for 25 days personally. Because that 25 days is 10% is more than 10% of the total days, it's considered a, you know, a personal residence or a vacation home, and so you have to prorate the expenses against your income that you generate from the rental. You can't take 100% of the expenses. So how's that calculated then? Sure. So it's based off of fair market value days. So if you take a day that you rented for fair market value and you compare that to days that it's you know, used by other people for free or things like that, you just take that percentage. So let's say you rent it for 60% of the year and you keep it and use it personally for 40%. You can generally take 60% of your expenses to offset any income that you earned during the year. It sounds very mathematical. A lot of numbers. Yeah, it is. A lot of numbers. So how many days can you rent out something if you want to have a B&B? &B? Sure. So you can rent it as many days as you want um, for the most part. But there's one thing that a lot of people don't know, and that is if you rent your house for less than 15 days, so essentially 14 days or less, the IRS has an exception that you do not need to claim that income on your return. Hmm. So this is one of the very, very small areas where you can actually get income but not necessarily have to claim it on your return. Now, I'm assuming you can talk about expenses when it comes to IRS and if you're renting this out. What, what kind of expenses can you take? Yeah, you can take any kind of ordinary and necessary expenses. So whether it be you know repairs and maintenance, you have your utilities, garbage bill, insurance, you can take a portion of those. You can take a portion of the improvements. Let's say you put an addition on the house. Uh, you can take depreciation just like you can for any other business. Um, but once again, those expenses that you take are, are prorated by the ratio of how many days you use it personally versus how many days you rent it. It's a new thing. It seems like it's going to be around a while. It's called Airbnb and it's like rental homes or a renting out part of your home. Jeff, how can we get in touch with you if we need more information? You can reach us on our website, which is hawkinsashcpas.com. You can follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.